live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Coming up on 612 on this Thursday morning. Nobody likes a big fat cheater, least of all Uncle Sam. When it comes to your taxes, ABC's Daria Albinger reports fudging the numbers, just not worth it. It's just a little embellishment. I'm Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. A few more expenses here, a little less taxable income there. Who's going to find out? Accountant Janice Heyman says probably the IRS. So much of our income is indeed tracked and reported. Just claim all of the income. It's so much easier, more comforting to know you have not missed anything. Cheating is cheating. Whether you're doing it on purpose or if you just don't have the answers to some items on your return. Here's an example. There's a 1099 that could have been issued that you might not receive, but it's going to be reported to the IRS even if you didn't receive it, so you better pick it up. If you really need to get more information, file for an extension, and if you think you'll owe the IRS, make an estimated payment. And it goes without saying, if a tax prep pro encourages you to cheat on any part of your return, look for someone else. With today's tax tip, Daria Albinger, ABC News. Yeah, kids, cheating. Even on your taxes. Bad. <laughs> Tax tips are brought to you by the Neal Group. For less stress with the IRS, visit neilgroup.net. That's N-E-A-L group.net for a free consultation. And that is how taxes work. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The NFL New League year is officially here, and quarterback watch in Green Bay is somewhat over. Aaron Rodgers joined the Pat McAfee Show on Wednesday to shed some light on the ongoing situation in Green Bay and what his intentions are heading into 2023. At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Now, as you heard Rodgers talk about there, this came about on Friday, according to Rodgers. However, heading into his darkness retreat, he was not necessarily leaning towards playing in 2023. But coming out of his retreat, he noticed something had changed within the organization. I realized that there had been a little bit of a shift. Um, and that, uh, I heard from multiple, uh, people that I trust, uh, around the league players, mostly, um, that, that there was some shopping going on, that, that, uh, that they were interested in actually moving me at this point, you know, I, I got to admit, I went in the darkness, 90% retiring, 10% playing. That's where my, my mind was. My mind was, I'm, I'm tired of this. I hadn't got back into my workouts yet. And I thought that that was what was best for me. So with Rodgers almost leaning towards retirement uh, as opposed to playing, how does he feel about the team wanting to move in a new direction after 15 years of being the starter in Green Bay? We just got to look at the reality. They want to move on. They don't want me to come back, and that's fine. They're ready to move on with Jordan. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think Jordan's going to be a great player. He's a great kid. He had a really good year this year, getting better You know, on the, on the look team. He's got a bright future in front of him. they got a good young team. I got so many great friends on that team that I'm still going to be great friends with. Um, but the fact of the matter is, like, uh, you got a aging, you know, face of the franchise for the last 15 years that uh, it's time to do do right by. And 
And listen, listen to your language. Mark Murphy said it the other day, right? You know, Had a great career. Yeah. If the only way Aaron would be the quarterback is if what we want to happen obviously doesn't happen. According to multiple sources, the Packers are willing to trade Rodgers. The two sides, the Jets and the Packers, that is, they are still currently negotiating compensation. And over to the NBA, where Giannis and company look to keep pace in the Eastern Conference with a home matchup tonight against the Indiana Pacers, fresh off their playoff clinching win on Tuesday. The Bucks are 21-2 in their last 23 games and lead the Eastern Conference by two and a half games over Boston. But according to head coach Mike Budenholzer, they still got some areas they can improve on. You know, making the playoffs in this league is hard. You should never take anything for granted. And I'm probably... You know, we we have a, a you know special team, and you know our focus and our effort and our you know kind of desire to just keep getting better. Sometimes just I forget about you know celebrating, and I need to improve. I need I need to get better. Tip off is set for 7 p.m. for Bucks and Pacers tonight. You can catch full coverage right here on WTMJ beginning at 6:30. Who was right on their Aaron Rodgers predictions? Well, we kind of all were a little bit. 6:19 on Wisconsin's Morning News. That's coming up next. This morning, no actual trade news between the Green Bay Packers and the New York Jets. But much more clarity. <laughs> what, what just happened to me? That's Pat McAfee. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. You <laughs> threw him all off. <laughs> <laughs> threw me off listening to it yesterday. That's that show. <laughs> McAfee just dropping it. Yeah. Hell yeah. You want me to do that while you guys are reading your newscast? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what's A.J. Hawk do on that show? Smiles. Just smiles. It's just like, why are we ever in the three-way split screen? Actually, I thought he had a couple of good questions. He did. He had probably the only good question. Yeah. So quarterback Aaron Rodgers dropped bomb after bomb in that appearance on McAfee. I'm debatably the best player in franchise history. I'm in the conversation. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. He is in the conversation. So Eric and I were both a little bit right and both a little bit wrong <laughs> about what played out on the big announcement. So here's that we're all listening in the newsroom, like a lot of you, like tuned in and checking. 500,000 people wow. watching this in real time, by the oh, way. That was crazy. So we're all in there and listening to it in real time. Timeline, which I think is important, that's why I'm going to go through it, is that in 2020... Time in 2020! Wait. Uh, to, uh, <laughs> he's not gonna say it. It sounded like he wasn't. There was a moment there when I I didn't <laughs> think he was gonna say Jets, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, <laughs> Brandon. I'm like a foot away from Eric, going, yeah, I was right. He's not gonna say anything. It's just gonna be a you know. He provided way more than process. information than I thought he was going to. You know, work through the process. You know. <laughs> Think, you know, Contemplate. Think I'm, I'm, I might play. I might not. Might mm-hmm. call Jordy Nelson. See what he's doing. <laughs> so we got a lot more out of him than what I was expecting. At least so I was right that he didn't announce a deal because I thought that wasn't his deal to announce. And apparently there's not one yet. You were right in that he gave us the everything. Said else. he was going to go to the Jets. Said that he loved the Packers fans. We knew that he would gush over Packers Nation, and he did. So the other thing that, that he talked about was what changed for him is that he and he kept saying, like, I went into the darkness and then I came out of the darkness. Yeah. Like, that's not us goofing on it. That's what he <laughs> yeah, said. He actually brought it up multiple times. So he goes in for his darkness retreat and he said, I was 
pretty pretty set on retiring, but he wanted to contemplate that. And then he comes out of the darkness retreat and he said, like, when I was away in the darkness, things changed because I get out and guys are texting me. But you see, that's just it. Like, what? And the Packers were shopping me around. Well, and the other thing about that is AJ AJ uh, Hawk had a good question about that because he said if Green Bay would have texted you and said, "Hey, let's run it back," would you come back? Roger said probably not. Yeah. So, yeah, so where is this? Why, I don't big understand. Chip. What's the what's the issue here? I mean, you go into the darkness retreat. You said you were ninety percent sure you were going to retire. You come out of the darkness retreat, still thinking that until you check your phone, and then you say, "You well, wait a minute, they're shopping me now. I want to come back." And where did he hear that from? Well, mostly players. It's obviously vindictive. Yes. What is what, what is general manager Brian Gunnigan supposed to do? I think he played it perfectly, to be quite honest. Goody over the last three months, two months or so, he's played it perfectly. He's spoken highly of Rodgers going into uh, the off season. He, he he at the combine he didn't say he didn't want to move on from Rodgers, but he left that door. Slightly cracked, and now Rodgers has painted himself and the Jets into quite the corner. See, I wonder about that if that does hurt the trade value because he's still sixty million dollars owed by someone, whether it's the Jets or the Packers. So the Jets could be like, "Meh, okay." See, I'll, I'll have I'll, I'll have a little bit an extra points here, a little bit, but I think he did the Green Bay a huge favor yesterday. Aaron Rodgers, that is. I just think a guy can get a little bit bent if he's of the opinion that, like they said. Let us know if you want to play. And then I didn't let him know one way or another. And then I wake up, I come out of the darkness, and wait, every, uh, what changed? They want to trade me? On the defense of the Green Bay Packers, how long are they supposed to wait of for course, you to tell them that you want to come back to work? Every year. So, like, at some point, right, they have to start, even if they're not fully committed to it, at least go out there and yeah. do their due diligence and say, if the guy says, I still want to play, what, what are we going to do with that? I, I feel like it's all fabricated. The, the, we all knew the split was coming. We've known the split was coming since he like saluted the Bears fans in Chicago. He's been acting this way all season long. He walks off the field with Cobb, and this was what was always going to happen, but he turns it into this other thing. He turns it into this chip on his shoulder. Yeah, well, I heard from other players that they were shopping me. Why don't you call your boss? <laughs> we just ask right. him and figure it out. Have a communication. like So this non-site. I wish both sides would just say, hey, look, you know what? We had a good run. It's time. Instead of trying to point a finger. Well, and, and I agree with you, too. Yeah. But then he goes, he goes, yeah, thank you, Pat. You can't hell yeah yourself. He goes, That's he goes you know, he goes, and you heard it in the, in the sports update where he goes, I wish the organization was more upfront with me. Well, why weren't you upfront with them about being 90% sure you were going to retire? And we'll still wait to find out whether this trade gets done. News about your money this morning in the right. WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Hell yeah. 31, the Dow Jones Industrial Average at 31,879. NASDAQ closed at 11,434. And the S&P 500 down... 27 points to 3892 in trading on Wednesday. Get on track with investment and retirement planning. Visit AnnexWealth.com and click on the Get Started button today. Hell yeah. From the dark and from the grave, on Wisconsin's Morning News. This morning, new concerns about the overall health of the U.S. banking system. Banking system as a whole, really, in the wake of the Silicon Valley bank collapse. But wait, weren't we told all is well? All right, move on. Nothing to see here. Please disperse. Nothing to see here. Well, there are new concerns this morning after another bank is teetering on unhealthy status. And so even if not a full repeat, of 2008, how did we get here again? Brad Garrett of ABC News, who's a crime and terrorism analyst with us from Washington. 
Yep, Brad, I know you look at people and profile them. So what about the heads of these banks? How are we again in this position? So I, this is simplistic to a very complex issue, but it, it looks like that the banks that sort of did primarily singular, had singular clients, singular in that one area. Uh, Silicon Valley Bank was you know, heavily involved in tech startups, which for a period of time was a really hot thing to do. Uh, the capital venture people jumped in, and then the capital venture people basically were the ones providing the money for the tech startups. So all is well until a couple things happened. Uh, I think when Silicon Valley uh, realized they had maybe too much money in the bank, because if you have a lot of money in the bank, it's not making you money. In fact, it's costing you money because you have to pay interest on it. So they invested in treasury bonds, and then the treasury bonds, the interest rate went up, so they, they lost value. Um, and the money for tech startups started to dry up, and the capital venture people apparently noticed that um, there were issues at Silicon Valley Bank. And I think they told the tech startups, it sounds like to me, who then started withdrawing, which we all would do, right? With They started withdrawing money. And, of course, that's what leads to bank failures is panic. And it happened, it clearly happened in, in 1930 when the Depression and all the bank failures. There was 9,000 bank failures back then. Um, so we've that part of it we've seems to have repeated uh, the, the, you know, the singular or primary um, investment in one area. Brad, in terms of criminal investigations, and there are a couple of different investigations going on at the federal level now, you right. know, things that are ill-advised are not necessarily criminal. So how will those things Correct. play out? So there are, there are allegations. I have no idea if they're true that uh, the bank executives at Silicon Valley uh, paid themselves big bonuses. Well, it's not against the law, obviously, but what was the circumstances and events around that? The other is, was their stock, uh, did they sell their stock or dump their stock shortly before the bank collapsed, knowing it was going to collapse? You know, it, again, depending on how that happened, could there be insider trading violations? And there's all sorts of civil stuff, the SEC, the Security and Exchange Commission, can go after people. So we'll we'll see. But they got they got quite a bit to to investigate here to see if we ever ever reach a criminal threshold. Crime and terrorism analyst Brad Garrett from ABC News. Appreciate it, Brad. Thank you. Take care. Milwaukee Business Journal headlines are up next. Here's MBJ's Teddy Nichol. Ruby's Bagels plans to open its first brick-and-mortar location on West Oklahoma Avenue on Milwaukee's south side. The local business started as a pop-up and then expanded to a food truck in the Zocalo Food Park in Walker's Point. A waste management company with a recycling plant in Germantown is upgrading that facility to better satisfy the demand for products made with recycled materials. Manufacturers are increasingly looking to purchase recycled materials to use when making new products. Milwaukee Bucks player Pat Connaughton is growing his local real estate development firm, and the company moved into a new office near Deer District earlier this year. The firm specializes in building apartments and has projects underway in Shorewood, Milwaukee, West Allis, and more. I'm Teddy Nykel with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ.